0: We are here to frighten and disturb. Listen at your own discretion. You must be either mad or insane to seek out this godforsaken place. But since you're here, I guess I can show you the nest of horror. Today's story has been pulled out of the nest by reddit user FloorBread Entitled, There's a Black Cat Under My Bed Narrated by Kathy T I know that from the title this sounds completely ridiculous but I beg you to stay a while. Maybe make yourself a cup of tea because I'm going to have to start at the beginning of a reasonably long series of events. Settled in? Good. I think I know just how to begin. All in all, I wouldn't consider myself to be afraid of the dark. At least I wasn't until that thing showed up. It all started when my cat boots went missing. He was my best friend. He had been since my 7th birthday when my parents took me to the animal shelter to pick him out. He was a precious creature, always by my side when I would cry, and followed me wherever I went. My mom, who is allergic to cats, made a rule that he stayed outside but I would often sneak him into my room. That cat loved me with all of his little heart. But then a day after my 16th birthday, he just didn't come home. He wasn't acting strange up until his disappearance, and he didn't show any of the telltale signs of being sick or dying. At first, we all shrugged it off, it wasn't unusual for him to go off on a little exploration for a day or two. He knew where to come for food. However, more and more days went by with no sign. We called our neighbors in a panic, but none of them had seen him. We even called pet shelters to see if maybe someone had dropped him off, yet still no luck. I was devastated, My childhood best friend. Just gone. Poof. I never really got over it. My father offered to go and browse for other cats, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I knew he meant well. Plus, we had a bit of a rat problem. But I got upset at the mere mention of replacing my baby. My precious little one and only. I cried myself to sleep. On many an occasion. It took a few months for the dreams to start happening. They didn't start out as anything too major. In fact, many would likely call them normal after experiencing the type of grief I was going through. I would see him again, my cat, in all his slightly chubby, black-and-white glory. We would be together again, sitting on our front stoop, watching the birds fly over the trees that surrounded our house. It was like I was in paradise, but it never lasted long enough. Eventually, it started getting to the point where I would barely do anything all day, just so that I would get the opportunity to finally go to sleep and see my friend again. Every day became a blur, but every dream was vivid. I wish that I could recall the exact time that things started to become concerning, but time had lost all meaning to me. All I could think of was rushing through the day so I could feel the sweet lull of sleep and the dreams it would bring me. It started off as little things. Sometimes I would catch my sweet little baby staring at me blankly for what felt like hours. Sometimes he wouldn't even be a cat. But I refused to pay attention. The first disturbing dream that I had started with me in my room. My cat walked in, but something was wrong. That cat was not mine. The funny thing about dreams is that even if something takes a completely different form, you still have the ability to recognize what or who it is. I felt no connection towards this cat. All it was to me was a pitch black animal with bright moon-like eyes. Still, I followed it when it turned the tail and trotted outside. I have no idea why I did it. Maybe a part of me just figured that since it was just a dream, I didn't have to worry about it. It took me through the woods behind my house. The trees were so thick that it was hard to see. But somehow, I never lost sight of the sleek feline before me. We wove between the branches until we reached a clearing with the lone rock in the middle. The cat padded over to it and perched itself on top. When I stepped closer, I noticed it peering over my shoulder. I dared to look and within seconds, the shadows around me descended, enveloping me in their icy grip, and to the life I've been choked from my body. And I was forced to wake up. I should have sought help after that first dream. Especially after I discovered footprints in the mud in my backyard the next day. One set of human prints. And one set of small, delicate paws. Unfortunately, I'm not very bright. However, even an idiot would have tried to seek out help after the fourth dream. Every dream started to follow a similar pattern. A black cat would appear and I would follow it to a location, each one closer to my house than the last. When I turned around, there would be a horrible gnashing of dark teeth and claws until I jerked awake. Every time I would wake up, I would find out that my shoes had a fresh layer of mud. My socks would be damp. Or someone in my family would complain about the damn cat that wouldn't shut up at night. The dreams have become too much. Every day I would wake up with impending doom churning my stomach. I haven't slept in so long, but that's not what I'm writing this for. (laughs) I need to put this somewhere so that I know that this is real. People can see this. I am not crazy. All I know for sure right now is that I was sitting in my room and I heard a noise. It was a kind of a scratchy scampering noise. I checked around and when I finally lifted my bed skirt, I saw them. A pair of big silvery eyes staring back at me from the inky darkness and I'm too scared to turn around. Consider reviewing us on iTunes and Stitcher, and following us on social media at Nest of Horrors. Thank you for listening.